We will always be dicking down in the open mics, right? We're going to have a test time. Very funny. Wayne Russell. Everybody knows Wayne Russell. Wayne Russell. Wayne What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Open Mic Pain with Anthony and Wayne. This is our very first episode of uh, what we're going to call Mic Talk. We're doing away with the mic of the week because Anthony and I are doing a lot more different things. Uh, we're still doing things together, but we're doing things separately as well. So this makes a lot more sense. So we're going to kind of combine everything. Uh, so this is that inaugural episode, uh, I guess, for that. Uh, before we go too much further, I'm here with... Anthony Eugenio. Anthony, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Wayne. Very excited to talk about all these mics we've been doing uh, around. And yeah, we're doing multiple mics a week now and shit like that. So it's it's going to be difficult for us to nail down a mic in the week. So we thought, why don't we talk about all the shit we've been doing, who we've been seeing, bombing we've been having. Wayne's got a nice little story about a class that he took. So I think that, uh, you know, talking about that for the next, you know, say month of uh, our comedy since we've last talked to you about a mic of the week, we'll tell you what the fuck happened to us, including my first book show, which went a lot different than Wayne's first book show. So why don't we start it off, Wayne? Uh, so tell us, how you been doing? Doing pretty good. Um since our four month check in, I think we've already made some strides to to where we want to be. Um, the the first for me, the first big one, uh, you probably heard uh, us talk about it with Jacques. Was I took a class with uh, a local comedian who's been doing it for thirty plus years, Mike Atrobus. Uh The class was for for hosting um, shows, you know, and then and, and the the do's and don'ts and all that stuff and tips about, uh, you know, if you're looking to get noticed by bookers, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. This is what you absolutely need to do. And, um, I urge anybody listening to check that class out. If that's even slightly interesting to you, uh, the class was $75 when I took it, it was well worth it. Uh, like Jacques said, if it was a four class, five class, whatever, 75 bucks a pop, I'd, I'd probably do it. I, I, I got a lot of good information out of it. The the highlight to that was at the end of the class, there was a showcase at Wicked Funny in North Andover that we were able to participate in. So I get to perform in front of a crowd of, uh, I'd say there was about 60 people. I know there was at least 60. There was, so there's probably 60 to 70 non-comic attendees at this place. And uh, that was a whole different animal. It was pretty pretty crazy. Including 40 people in one party who were celebrating a birthday party and made this the occasion for the birthday party, meaning they were super cool and wanting to laugh, and the whole point of them being there was to be entertained by you guys. So it was a lot of people who were a great crowd in front of a well-prepared, because you guys were there for three hours before talking about comedy, so you guys were all lubed up and ready to comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I got a, I went there as a spectator. Um, Thank you for the support, by the way. Yeah, listen, sometimes I'm going to be in the room with you when we're making love, and sometimes I'm going to be in the tree in your backyard. I'm going to be looking through the window, and I'm going to be you know, (laughs) out there with a jar of peanut butter and a uh, spatula. That's what I do. Uh, So this occasion, I was in the tree, but I got to say, I think you did great. 
Oh, appreciate it. Uh, real quick, I'd like to thank Justin George as well for for stopping by to watch. Um, I got to say that that for for that being my first, that that meant a lot to have you two guys there. Uh, you know, we, we do a lot of talking behind the scenes. Obviously, Anthony and I do, but Justin as well. And it, uh, yeah, it was it was it was touching having you guys there in my corner uh, while I went up there to uh, what could have been a horrific bomb, but ended up being a pretty decent uh, five minutes for me. It was very good. Yeah, and uh, we discussed in previous po- a previous podcast, I think we talked about, I'm not going to remember which one we talked about it, fuck you guys, but uh, we talked about on one of them the milestones that we wanted to hit. And this is definitely, you know, we we know there's a book t- above this milestone for both of us where it's like a, we're getting paid, we're sought after, it took tape, it all, blah, 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 to get us booked on to it. Uh, we know this is a step before that, but it's still not an open mic, and that was the milestone we were trying to hit. Just do something that's not, you know, strictly you show up and you write your name down on a list and you get to go on. This was, you know, something more planned out from that, more structured. You guys got to do tag team, uh, bringing each other up, which was a different format that I've never got to do and I liked a lot. Yeah, I, I I did like that for a couple reasons. So the reason that that occurred was because the class was about hosting. So we learned how to, you know, we learned how to open up the show and, and like uh, kind of tell people the, the audience the guidelines for the show. You know, please keep the table talk to a minimum, silence your phones, and most importantly, laugh. Right? Um, we're all here to have a good time. Let's you know, let's do that. Uh, but the other part of that is is, is bringing up comics. You, you need to give them the proper introduction so part of the showcase was you know when you're done your set it's your job to speak to the comic coming up after you figuring out figure out what they want you to plug or how they want you to bring them up and do so in a in a, in a good manner i gotta say i i really like the restraint that mike k had too of like listen that was a great room of people and he could have went up there and done 10 minutes up front and then every once in a while popped in while you guys were tag team and, and did some more comedy in the middle and made it more about him than he did. He it was all you guys. That's how he set it up for in there for it. It was all us. It was a, uh, one of the students was the first person on stage opening up the show. Um, it was him bringing up the next person, up the next person, up the next person all the way to the end where uh, Mike went up and did uh, probably about 10 minutes. It was probably about 10 or 15 minutes at the end. Yeah, no, yeah, he did good with it. You know, yeah, uh, it was I, really I, good. We know a lot of hosts that would have took that show over and uh, made it more and, about that. And that was part of the class too. Was uh, as a host, you're not supposed to take the show over. You're, 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 you're. Everyone's there to see the comics. They're not there to see the host. So you're not supposed to overshadow the comics. You know, um, you know, maybe maybe you have to do a couple minutes up front, or maybe something in between if somebody went short or whatever. Um, try to buffer the time a little bit, but. You're not as a host. You're not there to overshadow the comics, and he he did not do that. You know he or he did. You know what I'm trying to say he 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 did exactly what he taught us. He he went up. He did some time, and that was it. He he made it all about us and let us kind of run it, which was which was really kind of cool. I didn't I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, we we kind of ran the show. Yeah, it was interesting because I wanted to bring up you know the the step that we're talking about here that um you know we're into now is you might have heard it's called bringer shows there are really the the overarching name for it where it's kind of a pay-to-play which in music very similar thing you do in the beginning 
You have to sell tickets or pay a reserve in order to do a show. This one I like a lot better because you got value in it with a class before. It wasn't like a strictly like here you guys sell this amount of tickets or you gotta um, you know pay this amount of money. Like he you know he was there before and you left learning stuff. So I think for me the pay to play format this might be the for the best value I think across the board for what you get yeah. out of it. Uh, you know maybe if pay to play and you get to do like you know um, a really nice venue like Nick's or something like or giggles or something that that's the only way in that might be valuable as well. But I think for local North shore Merrimack Valley people also, I bet China blossoms delicious. I didn't have the food there, but for all those, I had reasons, a little bite. It was good. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was delicious. Nice. Yeah. Well, worthy step for the quest for last time. Motherfuckers go do that class. So you got anything yeah, else say. to say about that class before we transition? Um, no, Jenner. other than, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, no, I met a lot of great comics. Um, we had a lot of laughs in the class, a, lot, a ton of laughs. I got to give every single person in that class props because everybody just brought their A game. Um, mm. It was good. It was good. So nice motherfucker over here. I, I thought everybody did really well. Um, and ifs and nuts were candies and butts. I, you know, I always think about that quote. Uh, from Dwight, I can never remember the last half of what he uh, like what he said. Oh, because it's, it's a bunch of Germans. Like he, and then yeah. he'd be a good Jankerdirk on Dark Nashfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, before we move on to the next subject, you brought up bringer shows. Have we ever talked about? Because I mean, we started off as like you know, hey, we're doing open mics, but I don't know. Have we talked about what a bringer show is versus a non-bringer? And and because that was something that confused me when I first started out. I, I would see posts like, hey, bringer show or non-bringer, paid non-bringer, non-paid bringer, like all that shit. Like, yeah, we've we talked about it before. Quick? Yeah, but I, I would love to go over it again because I think it is important and especially the intricacies of the paid versus non-paid. So this is a little bit of a pet peeve for me um, about the pay for play. And unfortunately, like uh, that class is awesome for Mike, but he's going to fall into this category of uh, my wrath as well, uh, where in music, which is obviously different, but when you do a paid for play show, uh, you usually get a cut of the door, meaning, yeah, you got to pay a reserve to get in there. But when they sell a bunch of tickets and you're a performer, you normally get a cut of that. That's kind of the, the value of why you do those. Where obviously they're uh, uh, these bringers, even when they're paid, a lot of them don't pay you a cut of the door, uh, or they only cut you the tickets that you sell a percentage of. When it's like you know we're all putting on the show here, and you're using me to do this, and I know you want to meet a reserve of tickets sold, so that's why I got to pay to do this. But uh, I think that's kind of horseshit. But that's my opinion overall. But I think more importantly, I should say what I'm talking about. Bringer shows are all about the promoter wants to make some money on a show and he wants to do some comedy and he doesn't want to hire somebody outright that he's got to pay where he can bring people who are local comics looking to get in front of a good audience who will pay to do it. And how they'll pay to do it is they'll sell tickets. It's like barking, uh, which they call in New York when you stand outside of a club sell tickets to the venue and then they let you perform out there there's just the old digital way of doing that they called them bringer shows they're very i when i started comedy i went i'm never doing a bringer show those are fucking lame because i've been scarred in my music career of having to do that so much uh but 
there is value in them for sure because reps in front of an audience like Wayne got don't happen to open mics because you don't see those type of people there. So you don't get the feel like, uh, you know, like Wayne could did that set before and it didn't go great. And if that's all he did, he never would have known that those jokes were good. It took a great audience for him to see that. It took a bringer style show, you know, the pay to play for him to get in front of those crowds, at least for now, you know? Yeah. And part of that is uh, like we talked about in front of a, you know, trying to, trying to judge your jokes. You can't really do it at an open mic because it's in, it's mostly, at least in this area, it's mostly uh, comics waiting to go up or have just gotten off and they don't really care about what you're doing sometimes. Some of them do. There are some that do. We talk about the ones that sit and listen, you know, the, the Connor Ferguson's, the Extinas and, and Nick Powell's and, uh, you know, Kyle Seeley. And there's a bunch that will sit there and, and watch, but there's a bunch that just don't care. And you can't really judge your jokes really well at, a, at an open mic always because you do have a majority of comics who don't care to listen. Um, they're, they're in their own head for one reason or another. Um, or change yeah, I mean, especially if you're going to go like a, like a, I can imagine put us in our position where you're going to do a bunch of new shit uh, and it's all going to be a new set. And you're thinking I have terrible memory. I smoke a lot of weed, Wayne. Uh, so then you're looking through your phone and you're trying to think about the whole time, but you also want to pay attention to the guy on stage, but you couldn't give less right. of a fuck about what he's doing up there. Uh, it's hard and we get it. But that's what makes it difficult, and you that's why bringer shows at our stage before people know our names uh, is kind of a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. We're, you know, doing a show like that where people are there to listen, to laugh is a big difference from people who are there to uh, make people laugh, try to make people laugh, but also... You know, they're trying. Some of them are trying to listen. I, I do it too. I, you know, I'm. I try to be extremely supportive, and I listen, and I catch myself going, "Oh fuck, I can't remember the first sentence of my set," and I panic, and I start trying to think of, think of it in my head, and then, you know, I know the comic's killing, and I'm in my head going like, "Uh, uh, what's the first word?" You know, I mean, mm. that's that's the big difference. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say. I do think that open mics sharpen the sword a little sharper, meaning you do transcend some of the comic jokes when you're just nail a punchline and you go, all right, I, uh, I, man, I hate saying the same things over, but I say pillars of comedy a lot in Mm -hmm. my bits where I go, what is the skeleton to the bit of the funny? And the rest of it might be subjective dependent on the crowd. Like, I know that this is going to work for everybody, but the setup to this, I change if I'm at the safe versus if I'm at, you know, mm-hmm. a Dover or something like that. And I, and I think that that's huge and you need that because you don't want to go get fake laughs in front of a crowd that wants to laugh real bad. And you're like, am I doing good or, or is this just kind of they're warmed up well and they're laughing at punchlines tonight? So, you know, that's why we're open mic pain, baby. We're always going to be for the open mics. But it is cool to step out a little bit and see what else we can do because it feels good, man, to tell you. Uh, you should feel great about five months ago where you started, how you're standing on stage holding the mic like it was about to shoot loads on your face <laughs> and to where you got to now, captivating an audience. That. That is a crazy thought. I, uh, you know, I, I remember a week, a week or so, 
before I went to Japan, not knowing, you know, going on stage for the first time and then on the plane going, I'll probably go up again to the end of the week going like, I really want to go up again. And then like writing in my notebook as, as the week went on. And then five months later, I'm on a stage in front of people who paid to be there. It was kind of weird. It was really fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's just such a huge, like, it's really cool. It's like when you first learn playing guitar and you first start and your parents want to murder you for a while because of how bad you are. But then after like five months, you play your first song and you're like, the huge improvements you make when you first start doing something is really cool. Like, cause mm-hmm. right now we're rapidly going to be improving for a while because we started so shitty and uh, there's only one way to go and up. And there will be a time where we plateau in comedy a, a little bit and we got to, you slowly get better. Like for instance, like Mark Norman and his first special to his second special, uh, he's better because he's been doing it for longer, but it's not a completely different person. He was just good and he got slightly better you put open mic mark to his first special that time gap in between you're going to see a million time different comic because that's just where we're at in the beginning so it is cool to start getting recognized start doing shows to to you know that are booked and all that shit and we're excited but don't you fuckers worry we will always be dicking down in the open mics right Wayne 100% 100% that's the uh that those those are the reps you need to to build those uh, comedy muscles, you know. We'll also have no choice because we're not amazing at it, so we'll have to do open mic. <laughs> yeah, that's <too>. but... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what's going on in your world? Uh, where where have you been recently? Um, you did. I think we might have talked about it. You you did that show with uh, Ian Stewart a while back. Yeah, up I in, think uh, we Old Orchard. did. We talk about that with Aaron, I believe, right? Slightly, but we didn't release the the. The episode on it because we stopped doing the mic is a week. Um, mm, no, I meant the episode with the uh, we talked about it a little bit with Aaron. We, we had mentioned oh, that you had gone there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'll give you guys a uh, a bullet point synopsis then. So Ian Stewart, who is a fantastic uh, comic from Maine, is also a great like nurturer for a comic up there. Like he's always trying to put on shows. He runs New England's Funniest Comedian up there. Um, which is a nice sought after little comedy competition. He runs a paid uh, show that's booked, but you know, again, it's the same kind of level as uh, we're, we're talking about here, where it's not a full paid. You gotta send your tape in book show. You, you pretty much can get on that show by messaging Ian because he uh, it's newer and he's trying to get into it, get people to go to it, that stuff. But still. It's nice to go there, be like six other people, comics only, there for comedy, you know, this is a comedy show. That's what uh, it's set up to be. And man, there was not 60 people there in a party of 40 who were awesome. There was uh, nobody, actually some children. Um, there was three kids that came in right before <laughs> my set. And because uh, the beach is nearby. And we did Old Orchard Beach, the GFB. And again, everybody there was awesome. All the comics that did it were cool. But uh, I did my set to silence and shock of children. And, um, yeah, so, A, fuck you. Two, great show. Actually, I had a good time with it because it was like, you know, still felt good to not be doing an open mic. Like, I went there for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was 
it's technically a paid gig, and that was always uh, the goal for there. I mean, I couldn't get paid for that fucking horseshit that I did up there. Oh, my God, I did 10 minutes of pure changing children's lives for the <laughs> worse. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> so uh, since then, and in, in, in between this, we've been to a few um, a few different mics. Um what the most notable one, uh, the Book and Bar. We we went up there for an open mic. Yeah, Book and uh, Bar was two really weeks cool. ago. That was a really yeah. cool spot. I, it's like a bookstore with a bar, uh, hence the Book and Bar. Great food, uh, look like. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, good. Uh, look, look, the food looked good. Uh, Jake Valeri, right? Jake Valeri was the uh, host. Uh, wicked cool dude. Um, very good host. You know, he went up. Didn't really. I don't know. He he just he, he had a good flow. He went up, did a little bit of jokes, and then just kept the show going. And uh, yeah, he was high echelon I, for me. That, he was talk, he was calling back people's bits. Um, he was doing good stuff. He kept the show moving. Good, big fan. Yeah, he was fantastic. Um, that was a nice mix of comics and the general public. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Skew's yeah. older. I don't know why. I don't know why every time we go into New Hampshire, it skews older for us uh, on the days that we do it. Wish that, um, you know, the nursing homes took these fucking people in uh, a lot earlier uh, so that we didn't have to deal with them, could deal with some young people that understand why I'm coming. Not that it's a distant memory for them and they don't understand it anymore, so they give me a, a look of shock and don't laugh at me. Being, you know, Comedy's all about relation, relating mm-hmm. to somebody. And all I talk about is dicks and cum. So what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do, Wayne? Well, that that was a fun that was a fun night. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. You're like the narrator <laughs> of a book, which we need. And you're just telling the story. And then I'm just the fucking guy on Adderall, the co-writer next to you. Like, and then he fucks the whore. And you're like, all right, all right, but we got to get to the end of the thing. <laughs> But I put color on the page. You do. Uh, I do want to say too. Yeah, well, no, mostly red. <laughs> fucking motherfucker. I was going with cum. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, it's your cum red. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Yours is it? No. Hot, hot lava. No, it's not hot lava. <laughs> uh, okay. I did want to say before we get too far, too, that one thing I did without you that I think is notable because we've, we did you for a while and we did me for a did me for a long time. We did you for a long time. You're such a selfish lover. I right, mean, mine, uh, mine was two things really. So yours was only one. So let's well, bring this on is the second thing. And cause bring you it. were like, Oh, we went to book it bar and ate shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel as if I conquered a demon. I had to do it by myself. Oh yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember why. Yeah, I conquered a demon on hallowed ground. Ah, see that? See where I went there? Look at that. I'm such a creative person. Uh, yeah. I don't. I you did that because I I I, I had to watch my son, so I couldn't make it down there in time. Oh yeah, mundane. That's the world that we live in. But I mm, sucked. Sure is. 
uh, I sucked. I don't want to speak for you, but we sucked at Hollow Ground real bad the first time we did it as far as what we got from it. And it wasn't like sometimes people are going to swipe the wrong direction on Tinder on you. Just is what it is. And those town of Salem seemed to do that to us. They did not swipe left. Right's good, right? Left is bad. I don't know. I'm too fucking married for Tinder. I, but I'm I'm old enough for like Christian Mingle where I had to like pretend not to read so they would believe that I believed in that shit. Yeah, you had to put a Jesus fish on your car and um mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't Why the Jesus fish. There's pl- plenty plenty of Jesus fish and Christian Mingle uh I think was was what was around when I was single, so yeah, either way, basically what we're trying to say is is that um, Salem fucking is a bunch of cunts sometimes. <laughs> and <laughs> and because of that, we've had a couple bad sets there, so I really wanted to go there and have, like, all right, change. Mold your set a little bit more to what you think, like, this demographic is going to look for. Have a good set. Take your material. Make it work. Don't just be stubborn in your ways of doing it exactly the same way every time. And uh, because it works in Manchester or the safe or something. So uh, I went up there. I changed things around a little bit and uh, it worked. I I don't want to say I murdered, but it was a really tough crowd that night. A lot of people did really bad. And I had a, you know, normal to reasonable to good set. And um, so that was really fucking nice. I got to say that was um, out of the five sets we've had down there between the two of us in Salem. That was definitely the best one. And props to Kyle Seeley for recording that because that was fantastic quality. Yeah, he will record you at very high quality at those mics for a very nominal fee that uh, you'll go, that's it? Uh, and he'll send it to you. Some places make you, you know, email or, or, or DVDs or blah, 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 blah. He makes it real simple. So mm. do yeah, let Kyle film you. Yeah, definitely worth it. Definitely worth the money. I mean, I didn't pay for it, but I saw the video and I was like, really? That that's fucking awesome. Good shit. Yes. So so that's that's my shtick. I, I I was really excited to talk about how that goddamn demon on hollowed ground that's been raping our corpses has uh, ah. finally allowed me to give him one. I, I'm really kind of upset. I, I liked I liked the hollowed ground uh, venue. Uh, I'm not going to be able to go there for probably a couple months. My wife started taking a class on Wednesdays and won't be home until eight thirty. So by the time I could even get down to Salem would probably be like nine thirty ten, which was not not a feasible thing. So maybe in a few months I'll get down there, um, try it again, or, or one of the other uh, mics that uh, Allie runs um, down there, uh, Ginger, and I forget the other Reds. I think it was Reds. Yeah, I think the so, Reds is periodic, but yeah. I mean, I will try to keep going because remember Salem, you like me now. Don't not like me next time again. You like me, now. but. That's the good thing about those places. We talk about you can't grow if you don't, you know, if if you keep doing the same thing. You know, if you keep going to the safe and everybody's laughing at you, can't grow. You need to go to these places and and where people aren't going to be as generous with their laughs. So, as much as it sucks, that's life. Uh, Let's keep on to you. It is, yeah. Um, What happened in between? Oh, we did one in between there. We tried. Uh, we tried to go to Soho mm-hmm. on a Tuesday uh, last week, and unfortunately, we were the only two that showed up 
uh, be it comic or audience. Uh, so the, it got canceled. Luckily, uh, Ren from uh, Ren Garcia. I'm sorry, not Ren Garcia. Ren Marquez, uh, the host of uh, the Safe. Of I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I messaged him and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll throw you on the list. Come on down. And we were an hour away. So we drove down there and um, Anthony had a good set. I had a mediocre set because I was trying some new stuff that uh, I wasn't I wasn't uh, feeling. Uh, I wasn't remembering as well as I would like. But uh, I, got, I got some good feedback from that. And, and I've really worked on those jokes or at least one of them that I know I want to put into my rotation. So that, that was a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I had happened. a great time there doing that. I um I I'm trying and I'm really we're doing the burn on October fourth, and uh, mm. so I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, you know, obviously I'm going to be loose Try, there. Trying to get that. Not, trying to get that trophy. Yeah, exactly. We're trying. We need it because it's the only place that can have it. Um, so we want to have. We want to <laughs> get that one. Uh, no, but I just and we're gonna be loose there because it is what it is. It's not like a high level competition, uh, but it is a really nice community and uh, Janet who runs it is very funny. Um, so it'd be cool to do well there. So I've been trying to figure out uh, I don't know what what's the sets for this month that are gonna help me prepare for that. And uh, I started comedy in the first week or two. I wrote a bit called Immigrant Parents, um, where I just talk about having parents that came here directly from another country and how I figured out how different that was than my friends that didn't have that later. Uh, so it's a bit about that and I haven't done it in months. Um, but I just had, uh, you know, you told me, you said, you want to hear that bit again? I was like, right, let me see where it fits on my tight five that I've been doing. And I threw it in there. I added some more crowd work stuff to it. You know, elongated my crowd work stuff, you know, economy of words, some shit out of it. And, uh, I think the safe was the first time I fully unveiled it in its real form. And it did great there. It did great. And I even got to do the winner circle afterwards, uh, which I don't know if we're going to expand on that more. but Yeah, we can, 100%. Uh, I I was actually going to mention that after. Um, So we were both supposed to do the winner circle, but um, I so I took took the Tuesday off um, to do some things with my family during the day. Uh, and then I was going to hit the winner's circle that night. Unfortunately, I ended up getting sick on Sunday, and if you probably hear it in my voice, I'm still kind of getting over it. But so I had to back out of that one. But Anthony went, and uh, Anthony, had to, how did how that go? Like, how was your experience there? That that's one that we uh, we've been looking forward to, and, and I'm going to live vicariously through you. Yeah. So it was, um, it was a cool one because this is what normally happens. Normally you go to a mic and you see the crowd and you go, this is going to be good. Or you go, this is going to be real bad. And it normally lines up with that. Uh, every time I've done it, we've been able to call how our mics are going to go. I don't know how many times we've been super surprised about how a mic goes. Normally, you know, I don't know you can tell me if there's any that really shocked you, but a lot of the time you get it when you're there. This was one where, wow, did I think that it was going to be a shit show for me because it was a shit show for a lot of the comics going up. There weren't a lot of people there. It filled in a little bit more as it went, but it was a sparse crowd. uh, And, you know, they were skewed older again. um, And it made it difficult for the first five, six comics to really land. And then a real cool thing happened. And Steve Bjork, who you saw at um, Mondo's, right? Yeah, I got to actually meet Steve Bjork. Uh, Wicked fucking nice dude, man. 
Um, yeah. I get I get to watch him work through uh, a new bit that he was working on, and he, you know, part of our show here is to try to give you some some tips. And one of the tips I have to I, I should give now is go watch comedy. Don't just go to open mics. Go watch comedy. Go watch people like a Steve Bjork work, uh, which is what he did at the Mondo Theater. He went and he got on stage. He goes, "Listen, I'm I'm working on some stuff. Let's do it." And he went and worked through some things and. I feel like I learned a lot. It was it was awesome watching that, and I'm glad you got to see him as well. Uh, so so soon after, um, yeah, it was. But yeah, cool. I actually got to I got to meet him. You got to meet him as well, and uh, he's a fucking nice guy, huh? Yeah, he was a nice dude. Uh, but more than that, because our currency in my robotic mind is funny. I don't care. Uh, it, it, like I love meeting people and all that, but you're not on a pedestal if you're not funny. And um, he proved himself that night because what we saw, what, what I saw there when I went to Winter Circle was a lot of, it was really tough going in the beginning. There wasn't many laughs to be had. And then I was going uh, two comics after Steve and he went up and just did great. He was professional. He got those sparse people that were there all engaged and going. They moved closer. They were really laughing hard. He was really funny. Uh, you know, his stuff was clean and it killed. And it made it, it's got it. You know, I had a great set that night, you know, for what it was. And um, I do give him a lot of credit for why I had a good set. Because I think if I went before him during the, you know, when they weren't taking shit jokes from anybody, I might not have won as well. But to have somebody do so good before you warming up the crowd like that. You know, it was cool to see that. It was just cool to perform with, with, uh, you know, somebody that's done so much shit like he has. It's awesome. Yeah, it's funny you mention that because uh, Jacques, who was a guest uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, um, from when this came out, uh, comes out uh, on his podcast. He ha- he has Steve York on there, um, but in a separate episode, he had mentioned where he went to a show where the first few comics didn't do so hot, and they, you know, they didn't really have the crowd on their side. And then Steve went up and just completely turned that around, just like what happened at your show. So he obviously has that, uh, that touch, you know, not, not just the funny touch, but the, the charm and the, um, enthusiasm, like, you know, let's get this back on track. That was a huge part of it. Cause he was trying bits in the beginning. Um, and it wasn't the bits itself. So that won the people over. It was his, banter in between the bits like as he was trying to figure them out he was looking around like ah you know i think you'll like this one and um it just you know it was a a master at his trade technically you know he's been doing it for so long he has his tool belt full of tools and knows how to use them where we're over there like i got my hammer my screwdriver and if you guys don't like those two uh i don't know how to fucking work on this so it, it again that's what that's why i do this is to see people that are good like that so I can learn off them and go. If you, you do a bunch of open mics and, you know, everybody there eats shit, it's really hard to learn from it. You know, you don't want to be the best guy at an open mic every fucking week because you're not going to learn anything. You want to go there and see somebody go, hey, here's how it's done, you fucking young pieces of shit. And um, Steve did that. It was cool. And he's a nice guy. So that too. Look at that. Double cool. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I'm I'm glad you got to experience that. It was really cool. Well, uh, no more dicks in our mouths for the rest of the episode. Fuck the rest of the comics out there. Uh, vitriol, vitriol, <laughs> vitriol. I think we're coming to the end of this episode. Wayne, what else we got to talk about before we wrap her up? Yeah. Um, I, I think, should we talk a little bit about 
I guess the 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 near future of the show, like what we're what we're doing behind the scenes right now, and what they can expect. Um, you know, we we started off saying that we're not going to do the mics of the week anymore, so we're going to try to do these um, mic talks periodically to kind of catch you up on on where where we've been. Um, I think we want to do a lot more review specials as they come out. But one thing we've been really focusing on our guests. You know, we see the we see the reaction to the guest episodes, and we can tell that people really like that. So we've been really setting up some um, some comics that that we meet and that we really like, and um, we have a a shit ton of backlog that we're trying to get through. Um, we have uh, people from other countries that we're working on trying to get on people from. Uh, across the the country the, our country that you know we're trying to get on um and um i don't want to say most importantly but very importantly because we are based out of new england but we're trying to get a lot of the new england comics on that we interact with on a, on a weekly basis and um uh, i think i think that's something that you'll see a lot more of coming coming up we're still doing the topic episodes where we're gonna you know talk about a specific uh, element in the mic scene that maybe we're going to give you tips. Maybe I'm going to talk about the pie guy who touched me. Uh, all of those things. <laughs> I think I'm supposed to say um, uh, apparently touched me. Legally. Uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about all those things for you motherfuckers, okay? So I'm going to put the mic now at an angle where you can't see my face. And uh, Wayne, what else are we going to talk about? I don't think I think that brings us right up to uh, to current day. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week um, in terms of mics and stuff, but yeah, I think that brings us up to, to current day. I don't really have anything more to say other than um, one thing we we never say we should or we say it occasionally. But don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, all that shit too. You know that really helps us. Uh, you know, lets us know what you like, what you don't like. So. If you're listening and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't like this yet, like, tickle that little button. Let us know you like it. Yeah. And hail Satan. <laughs> Everybody, this has been a wonderful and lovely step as we stroll through the quest for laughs. Bye, everybody. up the next person 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 all the way to the end where uh mike went up and did uh probably about 10 minutes